Je luistert naar een boodschap van C3 Church Amsterdam en Almere. Wij zijn een kerk van geloof, hoop en liefde. Voor meer informatie over onze kerk kun je terecht op onze website c3amsterdam.nl of c3almere.nl Wij geloven dat deze boodschap jou vandaag zal bemoedigen, inspireren en bekrachtigen. Just think for a minute as your eyes are closed. Cast your eye over planet Earth and, and then cast it out a little further. See the planets surrounding Earth. See the sun. See a galaxy. It's just one galaxy of many galaxies in our universe, which is just one universe of many universes. Genesis 1 in the beginning. The Holy Spirit hovered his presence was felt over what? Over the void, over nothing. And all of that which you see was created out of nothing. Just think what God can do when we give Him something. If He can create all of that out of nothing, what could He do with what we bring Him today? What creative miracle could He do with what we bring Him today? There is nothing impossible for Him, nothing impossible. I want you to say that to yourself right now. There's nothing impossible for Him. Beautiful. You may grab a seat. Touch someone near you and say, it's going to be your day today. It doesn't take that long to say it. <clears throat> Wonderful. Hey, um, we're going to release the band right now. Although I'm going to ask Nico to stay and keep playing. I just want us not to see our service compartmentalized into worship and preaching. and But rather, I just want us to linger in the presence of God. It's in His presence there are miracles, which is, which is what I want to preach about. Uh, Nico's sitting down because he broke his toe this week um, in a swimming accident. While swimming, he actually kicked his sister-in-law and broke his toe. There is some justice in this world, I guess. (laughs) Do not pick on your own family, I think, is the lesson should have picked on the stranger who was swimming by. (laughs) Maybe today you'll get healed. Can we give him a hand? I appreciate all he's doing. It's uh, second service. He's played all the way through for. That's a champion for you with only nine toes. I want you to turn with me to Matthew chapter 14. Matthew chapter 14. And uh, while you're doing that in your seat, see another giving card. This one's called Miracle Sunday. Uh, And really what I want to do is prepare us for this miracle offering and hence a miracle. And uh, we're going to go through what could be one of the more famous miracles in the Bible. Some of you will have heard of this story, will be very familiar with the story. It's the feeding of the 5,000 and uh, 
It's one of my favorites for a number of reasons, but I'm going to just talk us through it just for a few minutes and then jump right into my main main point. It says here in verse 14 of Matthew 14, it says, And when Jesus went out, he saw a great multitude, and he was moved with compassion for them and healed their sick. It's wonderful, isn't it, that Jesus is so compassionate? He doesn't... uh, He doesn't look on your needs and judge you for it, even if you're in need because of something you did that was uh, a misjudgment. He doesn't judge you for it. He's compassionate toward your situation, and he seeks to lift us out of the place we call stuck. And uh, that may take a miracle, and he's into that. When it was evening, his disciples came to him saying, this is a deserted place, and the hour is already late. Send the multitudes away that they may go into the villages and buy themselves food. But Jesus said to them, they do not need to go away. You give them something to eat. You give them something to eat. Now, let's get the picture here straight. We're told in the Bible that uh, uh, there are 5,000 men. And then in addition, there are women and children. It's a lot of people. And if Jesus was here today saying that same thing, with 5, 10, 15, 20,000 people present, all of whom were hungry and needing feeding. And he said to you, feed them. What would your reaction be? What is your initial reaction when, when, uh, when you see a need and you're asked to rise to the challenge to meet it? When we take up an offering and you're asked to stretch, what is your immediate response? Now, I haven't helped prepare you for this because my dry, sarcastic English humor would cause you to probably think Jesus here was playing with you. When he goes, oh, you feed them. You go, oh, yeah, yeah, I've heard you. I've heard you with that sort of sarcasm before. We would probably think he wasn't serious, but for the fact that uh, we now know the end of the story, we know he was serious. It tells us how deep his compassion went. The fact that he was really wanting to do something for this crowd what is really interesting, we don't read it in this passage, but we have the benefit of this story being told in all four Gospels. So we know in this next verse when he says, and they said to him, we have here only five loaves and two fish. We know that was brought to them by a boy. Now, the interesting fact here is that we're only ever told there were 5,000 men because in those days, well, they only counted the men because it was only the men that counted. Now, that's wrong and, and, and I'm pleased that in society today we've seen a lot of progression when it comes to equality and, and restoring some of the, frag- the, the broken fragments of society. That society was very broken and uh, hadn't got their thinking straight on some of these issues. But that's how it was. So the, the boys, the children, didn't count. Isn't it interesting that the person Jesus chose to unlock a miracle was one who didn't count. He took the thing that was unseen to do the thing that was miraculous. You may be here today thinking, I'm, I don't count or I'm unseen or my situation isn't that important to him or, or, or it's not as dramatic as somebody else's and you discount yourself from a miracle when Jesus is already wanting to count yourself in. He's counting you in, but you're counting yourself out He takes that which is unseen and turns it into something miraculous. 
There's no situation here today that bothers him so much that he wouldn't try and jump into. He says, he says we, we have here, they say, we have here five loaves and two fish. And here's, here's the line I really want to dwell on in just a moment for the rest of this message. He says, bring them here to me. Bring them to me. That is to say, there are miracles in my presence. Then he commanded the multitudes to sit down on the grass and he took the five loaves and the two fish and looking up to heaven, he blessed and broke and gave the loaves to the disciples and the disciples gave to the multitudes. So they all ate and were filled and they took up 12 baskets full of the fragments that remained. Now those who had eaten were about 5,000 men besides women and children. What a miracle. 5,000 plus people fed that day from five loaves and two fish. Whatever you bring today, if it's a step of faith, God will see that and He will act in your area of need, your area of compassion. He will get you unstuck because He does the miraculous. He says, bring them here to me. Let's just dwell on that for a moment. Bring them here to me. That is, there are miracles in His presence. Presence counts more than we think. When you go to a library, in the presence of a library, how do you feel? You feel silent or intelligent because that's what a library does to you. If you're, if you're in the presence of a policeman, you feel safe uh, unless you're a criminal. But otherwise, we feel safe in the presence of a policeman. If you're in the presence of a fine dining restaurant, you feel special, right? Presence, atmosphere counts for something. It, it, it reshapes how we think. It affects us. When you put your money in the presence of good market forces, then you'll see increase for your investment. If you've got a sick body and you put it in the presence of the right medicine, then you get healed. You see, the presence of something can change a situation. When you put something in the presence of Jesus Christ, who has the DNA of health and life and multiplication and increase, when you put yourself or something in His presence, it has to change. Everything changes in the presence of Jesus for those who believe. When we bring ourselves into the presence of God, that's the game changer for us. That's the, that's the factor that makes a difference on our lives. And so my job today is to help us move from the rational thinking to the supernatural thinking. Because if we're really honest with ourselves, we're probably just like those disciples when they're faced with a challenge to feed 5,000 people, their solution was to go shopping. How many of you have faced a challenge and your solution has been, been to go out shopping? Right, we've all done it. We've all had those moments. If I go shopping, it'll all be okay. The truth is it's not all okay when you go shopping. I'm in debt, solution, go out shopping. That won't solve your problem. But what do we do when, when we're stuck? We, we think through all the logical ways out. We, we try and get ourselves 
we try and get ourselves unstuck and we forget there is actually a supernatural solution not a natural solution but a supernatural solution is found in the presence of God in the Old Testament we read about a moment when a dead person was thrown into the tomb of Elisha and and Elisha was dead but the presence of God was still there and that dead body got raised to life because of the presence of Jesus The five loaves and two fish got turned into enough to feed 5,000 when they were brought into the presence of Jesus. Water got turned into wine when? When the water got brought into the presence of Jesus. You see, sicknesses get healed and death gets turned into life and, and, and little gets turned into much. One gets turned into multitude when? It's in the presence of Jesus. Uh, And you may be very well educated and you may be a good business person. You may have a lot going for you, but still, you will not achieve the maximum potential of your life outside of the presence of Jesus. You and I, we need the presence of Jesus if we're going to unlock the supernatural, if we're going to unlock the miraculous. And not just the ordinary miraculous, the over and above that is to say when they'd fed the 5,000 plus people there were still 12 baskets left over when Jesus turned water into wine it wasn't just any wine he turned it into the best wine not only did he turn it into the best wine you think that was a miracle here was the greatest miracle of all when the bridegroom the stingy bridegroom the bridegroom who couldn't be bothered to buy enough wine and clearly hadn't brought any best wine that stingy bridegroom was brought before the bride's father and the father went, you're amazing. You really are. You're so generous. You saved all this best wine till last. We'd usually bring it out at the start. But you brought it out last when you didn't need to. Everyone's drunk. They wouldn't even know the difference between good and bad. And The bridegroom just said thank you and Jesus sat in the background, not even daring to steal from this moment of credit to that man. How much grace is that? The very one who produced the miracle. See, God always does above and beyond what you need. He does way above and beyond. He's out to make humanity look as great as He intended it ever to be. He's out to make you look like the child of God that you are by working in your life acts of compassion. In His presence, there are miracles. He says, bring it here to me. So for there to be a miracle in His presence, there needs to be a coming into His presence. There needs to be a leaning into. I call it the leaning into His presence because you can sit in His presence and nothing happen. You can come to church and just sit there and not lean in and nothing will happen. I never get fed by the Word. The worship never touches me. That's not our fault. It's not our problem. The Word is powerful and effective every time it's preached. The worship is amazing every time it's done. The problem is not with God's ability to to deliver the goods. The problem is our ability to lean in and receive. You will never not get fed in this house if you lean in and receive. When you lean in and want. When you lean in 
and engage in the worship. When you lean in and engage with a message, lean in. Are you willing to lean in and receive your miracle today? Anybody want to lean in like blind Bartimaeus lent in? Blind Bartimaeus sitting on the side of the street wearing his, his local council jacket that had his beggar license number on it, giving him permission to beg on the side of the street. He sits there as Jesus walks past. He's in the presence of Jesus. Nothing's happening until the moment where he leans in and he says, Jesus, will you heal me? He leans in. And what does Jesus do? He says, yes, come. What's he doing? He's drawing Bartimaeus into his presence. You see this time and time again throughout the Gospels where Jesus is is the the factor that makes a difference is Jesus bringing people into His presence. Those disciples came around Him as He broke that bread and distributed the bread. The miracle happened because they were leaning into His presence. Bartimaeus lent into the presence of Jesus and then the miracle happened. You may be here today and thinking, but I'm, I feel too far from God. I, I, I don't come to church enough to get a miracle. I don't, I don't feel good enough to get a miracle. Let me tell you this story. I'm full of stories today. There's so many examples. I don't know why anybody has an issue with miracles. It's probably the most prevalent topic in all of Scripture. <clears throat> By the way, Jesus taught on money more than anything else too. Just you know, in case you've got an issue with that topic. We get more holy than God sometimes. There was a woman. She lived in Judea, but she was from Greece. She was not a worshiper of Jehovah. So she was taking her chances when she came to Jesus going, Hey, Jesus, I I really need you to heal my daughter. Jesus tested her a little bit just to see where her faith went because she never went to church. She never, she was not one of those people. She kept pushing, said, Jesus, heal my daughter. Heal my daughter. I need my daughter to be healed. She's sick. Jesus said, go away. I'm not here for you. I'm here for the people in church. He didn't mean it. He's just pushing the, pushing the buttons, seeing whether she'll push a little harder. She goes, no, no, no. I'm not believing that. You're here for me. She didn't go away. She kept pressing in. She said, because of your faith. I can imagine he would have said it with a great smile on his face. I love your faith. You've got more faith than half the people I see as I'm preaching in church on a Sunday. That's remarkable. You're leaning in. You're leaning in. Her daughter got healed that day. Are you leaning in, ready for a miracle? Do you want to be like her? Don't let the things that you think discount you, discount you. When Jesus is counting you in, when he's wanting to deliver you, a miracle. See, when you lean in, you get more. When you're watching a soccer match and you lean in, you feel part of the game. When you lean into a conversation, you feel like you're engaged in the conversation. When you, when you lean on the front of your seat in church, you get a whole lot more than when you sit back and fold your arms. I'm not judging anybody right now. Just realized I caught a few eyes right there. <clears throat> Leaning isn't a physical posture. It's an inner posture. But the physical posture helps leaning in because you want something. How much do you want a miracle? Because it's there. It's hanging in the presence of God for us to lean in and take. In just a moment, we're going to take some time just to get you fill out those cards. 
In fact, you can perhaps grab a card now, Miracle Sunday card. And, and then in a minute, we're going to get some of the pastors to come out and hold buckets. So you come forward and place it in the bucket. We're going to pray for you and believe with you for a miracle. So I want you to spend some time prayerfully right now, just thinking about what is it that God wants me to give? What is it that would be a stretch for me that would show I'm leaning in? What is it for me and for us? By the way, if, you get, if you're a couple here, just make sure you're consulting because you may get a miracle, but we may get some counseling going on after. <clears throat> Talk to each other and go with the biggest number that's between you. And then, uh, but make sure you're, you make sure you're into it together. I want you to get prayerful about it as you're thinking about it, as you're filling out the card. Let me just share with you a few stories just to inspire you. I was uh, talking to a couple this week who were clearly leaning in because last Sunday they had already decided what they were going to give this Sunday in the miracle offering, and uh, they decided to give 500 euros in this miracle offering. And then on Tuesday, so that was Sunday, on Tuesday, uh, they got a, a call that they're in the process of buying a house, contracts are signed, deal is done. But they get a call saying, we'd like to discount the house further by 5,000 euros. They didn't need to do that. It was, how generous is that? 500 turns into 5,000 in two days. That's a pretty good investment what I'm saying, you know, you put your money in the right market forces, it increases. Well, Jesus is the greatest market force you could ever, ever wish to hope for. Investing Him will create the biggest return. It won't always be financial, but there will always be a return. Let me tell you about King Ahijab. King Ahijab was the king of Judah at a time when Jer- Jeroboam was the king of Israel, and he was an evil king, and he was attacking Judah. He was out, he was ambushing Judah from behind and from the front, absolutely stuck. This story is a story for someone here right now. They were absolutely stuck. There was an army in front of them, an army behind them, certain death for those guys. There was no chance they were getting out of this if they were to lean into the natural. If that was you and I, we would have probably done one or two things. We would have either curled up in a ball on the floor accepting our defeat of certain death or we would have gone maybe option two would have been well if I'm going to die I might as well take a few people out with me running into the crowd with a sword trying to get down as many people as possible before I go they didn't do either King Ahijab said we're going to shout a shout of praise we're not going to go to the natural we're going to go to the supernatural here right now we're going to we're going to shout a shout of faith. I'm asking, is there any faith in this place today for a miracle? Is anybody ready to shout a shout of faith? To believe the walls of their stuck place are coming down. To believe the healing for their sick body is about to happen. To believe that the financial provision that you need is about to come your way somehow in a way you do not understand. I tell you, I've seen this time and time again just recently. Well, recently, uh, in the last two or three years, Lisby and I got a breakthrough in our house. Some of you know the story. We'd gone to the natural means. We'd tried everything we could. We'd done everything rational. And then nothing was opening up. So we said, we're going to have to turn to the supernatural. How sad that we'd make the supernatural the last 
last thing we did. But anyway, we we sowed a massive amount of money, several thousands into our Vision Builders that year. And uh, believing that God would come through within weeks, things began to roll. That broke open something that was impossible. And we're now in that house today. And I have heard so many stories from you, similar things that have happened for you. I know today similar things are going to happen as a result of you stepping out and stretching. This is how I decide what to give. I think of a number I know I can do and then, and then I, I stretch it some. And in that process, I, I start to hear God. So I start in the natural. What can I do? So I'm sitting in Presence Conference in April. <clears throat> and uh, this when I decided to give 400 euros. We knew where it was coming from. And then I heard the voice of the Holy Spirit as I start to think about stretch, say, give a thousand. Now, I, I, I got a couple of dilemmas here. One is, Lisby's not with me to consult with. <clears throat> Dangerous. Number two is, uh, number two is, where is that coming from? And as, as I began to think it through, I knew where some of it could come from. I'm, but there was, a, there was a stretch element in it. We're going to have to believe God for this. But I know every time Every time I've got, we've jumped out and gone, we're just going to do what God tells us to do. Every time we've just gone, bang, this is God's move. We've seen supernatural things break open. Last year at Presence Conference, I, I, I can tell you a lot of personal stories, but this is a church story. I gave a large amount from C3 Amsterdam and Almira into Presence Conference offering, believing that doing something radical will break open something supernatural. We've had one of our best years since then in church life. We've seen growth more than we've seen in recent years. We've seen uh, so many people saved in the last year. We've started this service. We saw a 15% increase in our attendance by starting this service. We've started C3 Cares just before uh, that moment. We've seen that flourish. We've seen so many people come to Christ through that. These are some of our best days. I attribute it to that moment did something crazy and outrageous I'm not asking you to do something crazy stupid but I am asking you to do something that is a stretch because it's in that place of leaning in stretching and trusting that the presence of God has got the DNA of your miracle in it that something happens you ready I preached my voice out so I hope you're ready I'm going to ask the pastors to come forward Pastor Raymond and Avi and Living in town and Monique and Lisby. Oh, thanks. Hey, just to just a little interesting thing. Tonight we go down to Arnhem to celebrate our tenth uh, anniversary in C3 Arnhem, wow. and. Uh, also, as a result of this offering, we're going to be buying them a pulpit because they still... We've got 350 people down there right now, which is awesome. And they're still preaching behind a music stand. So I'm going to fix that tonight out of this offering. Is that all right? Yeah. I'm going to fix it as a gift to them uh, from this offering to bless them on their 10th anniversary. It's going to look like that one there, but it won't be that one there. It, even though I don't seem to need it nowadays. <clears throat> so, let's get ready to give.
there's no rush. Time is on our side. But I'm gonna ask us to stand because some of you will be ready. And as you're ready, I want you to start coming forward and dropping it in one of these buckets and just wait for 30 seconds while you do it because we're gonna pray with you as you drop it in. And we're gonna believe that a miracle is gonna happen here today. filling in the card, that's cool. Like I say, there really is no rush. I'd rather you take your time and feel like you're giving what the Holy Spirit has spoken you to give. And maybe you gave in the first service if you're here and perhaps God has been speaking to you since. You're feeling like you should stretch it a bit more. You will know when your heart feels right with what you're given.
sing it again in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, we've overcome that is defeated in Christ the Son. In Jesus' name, our hope is found. Our chains are broken. The walls come thinking about giving we're going to leave this just at the front here afterwards so you can come and add to it but engage in this moment right now as we pray let's engage together let's lean in father we thank you there is the power to heal sick bodies here today in jesus name there is your power present to break open impossible situations there is your power present today to unstick things that are stuck Lord, we pray for anybody who feels trapped. Lord, we pray by the power of your presence, you would smash that thing open. You would set them free. That an extraordinary recreative miracle would happen in their lives today. Lord, I thank you. Your presence is enough to reshape everything about our world. We trust you right now. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Bless you, Lord. Amazing. Amazing. I feel so expectant. Some extraordinary stories are going to come out of this. I want you to make sure you let us know. It's, it's so exciting. Just to share stories and see what God has done. Share the joy with each other. Hey, before we close, I want to ask you this question. You may be here today. You may, you may feel far from God and I want to I help you come close again. So just a moment, we're going to pray for you. In fact, what I'm going to ask you to do in just a moment is raise your hand, put it in the air and then put it back down again so I know who we're praying for. If you're feeling far from God today or you feel like you need to get your heart right with Him, maybe you're just not sure you're going to heaven. You come to church, but you're not sure you're going to heaven. If that's you, love for you to raise your hand or maybe you're here today and you've never asked Jesus into your life it will be my honor to pray with you right now if that's you 
you've never asked Jesus into your life. So please, could every eye be closed right now as we bring this to a close. If I'm talking to you today, right where you are, could you just raise your hand for me and then put it back down so I know who I'm praying for. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Speak into your heart right now. If your heart is saying you need Jesus and your head is not sure, I'm asking you to follow your heart. To give yourself to Him. You may have done this before, but you know today you need to make a fresh consecration, a fresh dedication to Him. Thank you, Jesus. Wonderful. Could we all say this prayer together? Whether you raise your hand or not, if you know you need to say this prayer, please join in. But let's everyone say this. Dear God, I thank you for Jesus. I thank you that He died for me. I ask that you would forgive me turn away from my past and I give you my life fill me with your Holy Spirit I thank you that today I am saved in Jesus name Amen wonderful if you prayed that prayer if that was for you in just a moment we're going to ask you to come and to the front and grab a book I'd love to help you on your way God is good you're excited about some miracles happening today as a result of today I want you to give Jesus a great big cheer right now come on you're excited come on come on let's worship him right now Jesus worship Lord bedankt voor het luisteren naar onze podcast we zien je graag terug in een van onze diensten. Kijk op onze website voor tijden en locaties.